What's going on, Five Strike fam? We finally play somebody else. Will we fare better than in recent weeks? Let's preview it. Before we get started, become a member of the Notification Squad on YouTube by hitting the bell next to the subscribe button, or give us a good rating on your favorite podcatcher. Join us on Match Days on Twitch for watch-alongs. Come banter with us. Welcome to the Match Preview. I'm AJ, and the review against Inter-Miami will drop later this week, but Atlanta United face FC Dallas this Wednesday, September 24th at 7 p.m. at the Benz. It'll be shown locally on Fox Sports South and Fox Sports Southwest Plus in Dallas. Atlanta United are experiencing the longest winless stretch in its short history since we got in the league in 2017. We've gone winless in our past six and have only one win in our previous 10. FC Dallas, meanwhile, have won three straight and have four wins in their last six, including the last match where they beat Sporting KC 3-2, and where Sporting KC's coach, Peter Vermes, was fuming about FC Dallas's disrespectful time-wasting antics that were on a whole new level that apparently went unpunished. So something that we may be facing if they're up on Wednesday. This is the first meeting this season between Atlanta United and FC Dallas. We faced them three previous times with one win and two losses. We have six goals overall and Dallas have five goals. Now let's get to the standings. FC Dallas currently sit third in the Western Conference with five wins, four draws, and two losses, with a goal difference of seven. Atlanta United currently sit 12th in the Eastern Conference, three wins, two draws, and seven losses, with a minus five goal difference. Atlanta United are also mired as one of the worst MLS teams since the return to home markets, with San Jose Earthquakes taking the cake with zero wins, four losses, and three draws. Atlanta United are second with one win, four losses, and two draws. Filling out the list are Chicago Fire, FC Cincy, DC United, and LAFC. FC Dallas's head coach Luchi Gonzalez has the team playing a style dubbed Luchi Ball by the fans, emphasizing possession and counterpressing. So getting into the players to watch for Dallas, Franco Hara, the 32-year-old Argentine forward, has five goals. He's a good finisher on headed balls. Another player to watch is Santiago Mosquera, an attacking midfielder who has four goals. And as 22-year-old right-back Reggie Cannon was just sold to Boa Vista in Portugal, Brian Reynolds, the 19-year-old, is the understudy at right-back, so might be someone that we can get at in their defense. For Atlanta, for the curious Dallas fan, Ezekiel Barco has two goals and one assist, and if he can play, most of the attack will likely go through him. George Bello, the 18-year-old left back, has one goal and one assist, and has been showing what the promise has been about this season. He's really growing with every single match. Another player to watch out for is Irish forward John Gallagher, our 2018 MLS Super Draft pick, as he's been direct and vibrant on the left, and he's been a breath of fresh air for the side. On to injuries and availability. For Dallas, midfielder Paxton Pomical had labrum surgery on September 3rd. He's out for six months. 
For Atlanta, Joseph Martinez is still recovering from his torn ACL as he's out for the season. And Jurgen Dom has not been medically cleared, but has possibly been training since the weekend. Onto the quotes before the match, Glassy gave a message to the team. Obviously, we want to move on as quick as you can, but it's important you recognize the mistakes that were made, the opportunities that were missed, so that we are ready for Wednesday's match against Dallas. Glassy also spoke on where the team is mentally and how confident he is in getting them ready for the next match. He said, quote, Dallas coming in off the back of three wins, like we mentioned earlier, it's not easy on any given night in this league. This is not a group of players that are going to roll over and accept that things aren't happening right now. I think, again, you saw that second half. They were pushing, trying to get the equalizer. We had a really good chance that we didn't take. If we do, I think we push on and get the winner. It's the little fine margins of getting wins and hopefully that starts Wednesday. There is a belief in the group that it can happen, but it's important that we recognize some of the mistakes and missed opportunities so we can rectify them for Wednesday and next Sunday. Captain Jeff Lorenowitz spoke on playing without a designated player for the first time for the team. He said, quote, I don't think anyone looks around and says, hey, do we have all of our DPs on the field? Okay, let's go. That's just not how it works. We kind of all just believe in ourselves. We believe in any player on our roster, whether they are a college draftee on a league minimum to a DP. I thought our two wingers were extremely dangerous tonight, John and Jake. John gets the goal and played really well and was extremely dangerous. The danger that those players created was good. I don't think that anyone stops and says, oh shucks, we don't have a DP tonight. Everyone stands up and everyone's got to play. And for the most part, attacking-wise, which is where our DPs are, I thought we were alright. We created chances, had a really good opportunity to bring the game level. Onto the opponent's previous 11, it looked like a 4-2-3-1 with Marr as the goalkeeper. You have Nelson, Ziegler, Hedges, Reynolds as the back line. Tessman, Santos in midfield. Mosquera, Cervania, and Picol as the attacking midfielders and Hara up top. Now let's get to our predicted starting 11. Braguzan is between the six, of course. Franco Escobar and George Bello are the fullbacks for me, although maybe Edgar Castillo maybe gets in in place of Bello here. Fernando Mesa returns into the side for me alongside Miles Robinson. Anton Walks gets a breather, and Mesa, with his veteran experience, hopefully can guide Robinson into a clean sheet for the side. Onto the midfield, I have Hosetu, Remetti, and Heinemann. I know Larry started last match, and that probably kind of takes him out of contention for this match, as a midweek match might be a little too much for the late 30-year-old. But Hosetsu and Hyman are tasked with linking the lines, and Rometty will be the defensive midfielder in this setup. Onto the forwards, Barco and Lennon are the wingers for me, with Gallagher up top. Gallagher would be an interesting pick as the lone forward, as he's played it previously for Atlanta United 2 and his collegiate career. Barco can hopefully come right back into the side after sitting out last match. Barco did train on Monday, and his status for Wednesday remains day-to-day, -day, but I think we need him. If not, Torres comes in and Gallagher goes to the left. Jurgen Dom, if he can come on later, could provide some much-needed energy. 
On to what I'd like to see the team do in this game. I'd like to see them be resolute in the first minutes of the match, as we've been conceding early and going down early usually spells trouble. I'd like to see the team attack quickly, be more direct, maybe even put a ball in over the top and see if our players can get in behind this defense. I like to see us be more stout on the ball over the top as well as it's been one of our Achilles heel this season as well as set piece defending. And finally we need to be cooler in front of goal. Hopefully the chances that we are creating we can finally put them into the back of the net. Now let's get into the odds according to BetMGM. Atlanta United have a 44.4% chance to win this match. The odds of a draw at 30.3% and Dallas have a 33.3% chance to win this match. So with all that being said, let's get into the score prediction. So unfortunately, I can't see Atlanta United winning against a blazing hot side in Dallas. So I think it's a 2-1 loss. I, of course, want the team to win, but it's just difficult to see at this moment. But in terms of what might happen, I think our left side and their right side might be the telltale of this match with Picalt, their right midfielder, being a guy who's been very influential and dangerous. And with George Bello being a more attacking fullback, he could be facing a player that is really going to get at him and that might stifle our attack a little bit. But I also think that uh, set-piece defending from both sides is very poor. So it could also come down to uh, you know, that type of situation in the match where you know, we score a goal and they score a goal from that type of situation. But guys, what do you think? Let us know in the comments below what your score predictions are. And that's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Share this episode and leave us a review and rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings. I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening.